1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Game Time
1: Decisions. All right, let's roll Game Time Decisions. Red Heath Rage Radio has begun as the Sports Rage World Tour continues. Man, we've been in three cities in the last, I don't know, about 12 hours uh, or so. Where I lay my head is home is our new uh, theme. Where I lay my head is home. But uh, one thing you can count on, wherever we are, we step up and in and bring it. We bring it uh, today, week two of the National Football League. Winds down tonight with the raging redhead Cam Stewart's. Seattle Seahawks taking on the Chicago Bears. What's going on, Cam? What's
3: happening, Gabe? Yeah, man, you're everywhere and everywhere. I'll tell you this game, lots of line movement, too. It opened up at uh, three, and we're seeing four and a halfs out there. So people are pretty high on Trubisky and the Bears. Uh that's pretty interesting. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to lay four and a half with Chicago, but uh, they're a lot better of a team. This should be an interesting game tonight. I was thinking about teasing Seattle, the dog to the over. I know we hit that under <laughs> last night with the Giants. What a dog's breakfast that game was. That, that Giants offense. Eli Manning, like, I get it. Like, Dallas had a great defensive game plan, but that guy, like, his foot speed, it's like he's walking in quicksand. Like, he can't avoid any type of pressure. They got to do something at the quarterback position. Say, it, it's been a nice career, but they got to get younger there
1: yeah you know their offensive line is terrible uh but as you stated most offensive lines are terrible now in today's national football league and you know the late great Dave malinsky may rest in peace uh i remember you know this was a, a topic of conversation that me and him had often last year in which you know running the football the um, yards per average was down teams in the nfl have a hard time running the football and you know what it is cam it's in college football everyone runs to spread offense now in college football so the linemen, the linemen are pretty much just, you know, they're, they're in a stand-up stance. And they don't really learn how to fight in the trenches. Uh, old line Like the old line play is way down. So quarterbacks are running for their lives more than ever uh, right now in National Football League. And you're right. You know, every time like one little, if one guy gets beaten, the play completely breaks down because Eli Manning can't improvise. Like, Eli Manning, he's not quick enough. He's old. So no, He just like Eli's, He holds. Yeah, he goes he's down. not terrible, but you can't really run an offense through him right now in a modern National Football League. And guys are open. He's just not getting the ball out quick enough. It's just he's a step slow right now. And, look, they drafted Davis Webb a couple of years ago. You know, I, mean, I knew at the time Davis Webb wasn't going to be the answer. Davis Webb was good at Cal. Uh, yep. But, you know, he's a, he's a third-string type caliber quarterback. Uh, in a National Football League, but they they can't wait anymore. Uh, Cam, you know, you look at their 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 division rivals. You either draft a quarterback or you sign a big name quarterback. And the Giants never seem to sign big name anything for a team with all the money that they have. So, like you look at the you look at um, you look at the Redskins. They bring in Alex Smith, an established veteran quarterback who's clearly better than Eli Manning. Uh, Philadelphia's got Carson Wentz, young stud quarterback. Cowboys have a young quarterback in Dak Prescott, just in, in his third year, uh, right now, the National Football League. Meanwhile, the Giants are hanging on to yesteryear, dude, with Eli Manning. They're gonna have to draft somebody like a Jared Stidham, a Justin Herbert out of uh, out, out of the with the Ducks. Uh, I like the kid with Missouri, Drew Locke. They're gonna have to draft a quarterback this year, Ken. There's no more waiting for this because you can have Saquon Barkley, but if you if you have a crappy offensive line and and, a, and an average quarterback, the running back can't save you.
3: Yeah, Al, Al Michaels last night in Collinsworth they're like, "Yeah, you know Eli's down to his last 3 years when they, they I'm thinking 3 years. How about this year?" Like you got a, you got a running back now. You finally got you got Beckham signed. He wants to make some plays. Yeah, and it, it's gonna be too late by then. I'm with you, Morenzi. You gotta go out and get a big name guy immediately because hey, the division's gonna pass you by. And Carson Wentz, come to think of that, he's gonna be playing next week. He's cleared to play, so it's gonna get worse for the Giants. They gotta do something quick. And I'll tell you something, buddy. If I ever had a kid, one thing I'd do, I'd just make him kick and kick and kick every single day if he loves football you want to go to the park son let's kick field goals let's kick field goals you think by now they could have picked somebody up from the australian rules football league or an old soccer player with a leg but man we've never seen so many this kicker stuff is unbelievable this is the highest league of professional football and uh, these guys can't hit chip shots it's a carlson gabe you you watched him at auburn he never missed the long line of carlsons kicking for the auburn tigers and the guy misses two in overtime just a weird weird week yeah,
1: yesterday I take the New England Patriots, and I knew early when Guskowski shanked a 54-yarder that it was going to be a long day. Yeah, I don't know what was up, what was up with kickers yesterday. It was contagious. Yet, I, you know, I always think that kickers are an easy scapegoat, Cam. It's like teams, players yep. make mistakes all day long, right? Guys take penalties, guys get burnt, guys, you know, get beat. You know, guys make mistakes. Quarterbacks miss open receivers, receivers drop balls. Yet it's always oh, and then the kicker screwed up at the end, and the kicker cost them the game. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know, guys. Maybe if the other fifty-two of you played better, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have counted on this this field goal to kicker. People just sort of assume that every kick is going to be made. Now yesterday was insane, and you know, you look at like a team like the Cleveland Browns and stuff. Like you know, you got to make simple plays. Yeah, but I've always thought points. the kickers, kick, <laughs> Yeah, I always thought the kickers were were bigger scapegoats than they should be. To be honest.
3: Yeah, well, I can understand when you miss a 50-yarder game, and that's true. You can't you can't expect a guy to make every kick, but two extra points, mm. that's the thing. And these games are won and lost that way, and you know the mathematics change Now you've got to go for two. The Cleveland Browns had New Orleans on the ropes in that game. New Orleans has been horrible the first couple weeks of the season, as we saw with Tampa Bay beating them. Uh, you know what? That game was for the taking, and I, I I feel bad for Zane Gonzalez, but he's done. Like, And that's the thing in the NFL. If you're that bad one time, it's over. And think about Carlson. He's just literally just minutes ago he got released. Dan Bailey's sitting there, former Cowboys kicker, because they signed Mahar from the Calgary Stampeders But he's got a job now. He's with the Minnesota Vikings. So absolutely crazy things happening. You're right, though. It's not all on the kicker. But I got no time for missed extra points. I can understand fifty plus, but those should be chip shots for pros.
1: Yeah, I don't understand how Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey can still play. I know. he's know, (laughs) He's a good kicker. Yeah, Dan Dan Bailey can still can still kick the football. Yeah, I got to tell you, the National Football League. I did better, Cam, yesterday uh, with my own bets um, than I did uh, in the Super Contest. I need Seattle in the Super Contest tonight. I got the Seahawks at plus three and a half. So do we? Uh, I, you know, I placed a I placed a bunch of bets at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and I missed the place already. I'm sure they're wondering where I am uh, right now. Um, so we're kicking it. We're, uh, we're just outside of Toronto right now. We're recording at the world-famous Metalworks Studios. If you're unaware, um, I used to be in a band. I guess technically I am still a in a band. Although, you know, we all live in different cities. Uh, our last recording, we recorded in like the year 2000. So it's been about uh, 18 years since our last time we were in a studio. We all live in different cities, uh, but we've got some real kick ass riffs, and we're not playing around. Like, we're not just going to someone's basement to record this stuff. Uh, Metalworks is a place the Rolling Stones, Beyonce, like big time yep. artists uh, have recorded there. Uh, they, do, they do hard rock metal as well. So, we're going to be uh, knocking off a. Uh, we'll see how many songs we can bang off. We're already debating. We're already debating uh, what's going to uh, make the cut. <laughs> and uh, we're, on nice. limited, we're on a limited, we're on limited budget, uh, of course. <laughs> but and hey.
3: dollars an hour, Ooh. actually cheaper than a hooker. That's Still cheaper actually, than a hooker. A hundred dollars an hour for that place, and let me tell you, people, it's in my backyard. And like, as Gabe said, like it's the creme de la creme of like the soundboard alone is like insane. Like it is beautiful, morenci It's it's the best place you're going to. A hundred an hour is a steal for a place like that.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, we got it we got a good deal. You know, in today's day and age, you know, everybody a lot of people have home studios. It's almost like, like Uber yep. Cam. You know what I mean? It's almost like uh, like Uber. So all these all these um, a lot of these studios, they're not as booked as they used to be. It's only like big time artists that record in these studios now because most people just have their own home studio. You can do everything on a cell phone computer. I mean, look, we're doing these shows yeah. on computers right now as we speak. Exactly. So what's really cool about this place where we're kicking it, we're in this house. And it's uh, so, like we got a band house to uh, to rehearse in and to practice in. And, you know, if you're a band, you always want that nice house with, like, TVs and couches and... And you know, pinball machines and pool tables. Ooh. We don't have a pool table, but we've got an. He's got an ACDC pinball machine.
4: Oh, so amazing. we got an ACDC.
1: <laughs> yeah. I asked him how much it is. Six thousand dollars.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like
3: a vintage pinball machine. That thing. that's no joke. That's that's the real deal. Yeah.
1: Sixty-sixty-five hundred dollars for the ACDC pinball machine. That's pretty hardcore. Like, to be that big of a fan of ACDC and or, and, and or pinball to spend $6,500 on a pinball machine. I mean, come in. You're not spending 6500 on a pin. There better be a lot of bubble endor. gum in this machine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and or pinball. Like, really, like $6,500 for ACDC and pinball. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so sure get this. Is. So it's like, it's like the real deal, though. It's like one of the, the real arcade. It's a massive machine. And it's got like Angus Young and the lights light up. So when the ball is in play, when the ball is in play, it plays ACDC songs. So I figured, you know what, I, if I can get over to the to the machine, maybe we'll do it during the show here so you can hear a cranking. The, the audio quality is awesome. So, but the guy that owns the house here, he's a nut job. So they've got, he's got this ac ACDC pinball machine, yet he's listening to ACDC. So... He's listening to ACDC, like on, you know, he's cranking ACDC through the house, yet the drummer of our band is playing the ACDC pinball machine and is cranking, like, other ACDC songs. And it's like, holy crap, man. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a little over the top here, this ACDC. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have some fun with the ACDC uh, pinball machine. We got Monday Night Football tonight, as you mentioned up to four and a half points. Mike Blewett will join us. Drew Dick Myers, so we got one of the best uh, best DFS players in the business going to step up and uh, join us. So, yeah, I did, uh, you know, we had some good plays yesterday, Cam, but we also had, sure did. You know, We had some disappointing plays where I had the Carolina Panthers plus the six. They lose by seven. You know, what are you going to do? And if I was playing online, I probably would have bought it up to seven. In the contest, it was six. At the FanDuel Sportsbook, I was five and a half, and I bought a point up to up to six, but I didn't buy it up to seven. What did it cost too much there? And I thought it would be a closer game, but we lose that game by a single point. And um, the game, the couple of games that upset me, the, uh, the Houston Texans, I get losing to the New England Patriots in week one, but very, very flat performance yesterday coming out against a division rival. And then Deshaun Watson, and that stupidity. And you're at midfield, Cam. All you need really is 15 more yards. You've got 16 seconds. Yep. You've got no timeouts, but you only really need about 15 yards. If you're Deshaun Watson, you know, to put your, you just need to tie the game. For people who don't know, so Deshaun Watson and the Texans had the ball. You know, I don't know what to say exact, but because I was traveling yesterday, but I saw, I saw it, and I, you know, I saw the highlights, and they had the ball basically about the 50 yard line. You know, give or take. You know, it's about their own 48 or so, 50-yard line. 16 seconds left. And so to get in the field goal range in the modern NFL, you need to get to about the 40-yard line. That's a 57-yarder. To give your guy a real shot, you get to the 35. It's a 52-yarder. So they needed 10, 15 yards in 16 seconds. Tennessee's playing a prevent defense. Deshaun Watson drops back to pass. And the dude acts like he's got five minutes or something. Know, he starts I'm like wondering. sort of like, he's running around in circles. The thing is, the thing is, there was so much open space, and he's a fast kid. He could have ran for like 15 yards and ran out of bounds, Cam. Like, he could have picked up eight yards and got out of bounds with like six seconds left or eight seconds left. You know, I don't know. He just, he, he had a mental breakdown, and I like this kid. And, you know, he was Superman last year coming to the league. It was almost too easy for him, and he's really struggling. He struggled against the Pats. And now he he struggled yesterday in his football game late, but you know it's I lose because of that, right? I mean I had I had Houston, and then I don't know if Taylor Stevens is tuning in right now. I love Taylor, but I swear to God your team screws me every damn time, man. Every time I bet on the New England Patriots, they f me over, Cam. They really do. I don't know, man. It's it's just that's I hate that's them. why I, I bet just, against I, them I can't rent.
3: bet on this team. <laughs> i bet against them i i was uh, actually you know what well, we made some good plays you talked about it indianapolis money line they get it done against washington miami we both weren't sold on the jets week one made some great plays there but i'll tell you man absolutely you you said it too and conversely you look at the denver game that's how you manage a clock late case keenum was brutal the whole game Gabe makes a nice play to patrick he gets a block and goes perfectly gets another extra 10 to 12 yards gets out of bounds and boom mcmanus hits the winning kick that's how you execute a two-minute drill unlike houston i'm telling you man the texans are real they're a real disappointing team and on that trick play they weren't even ready that crookshank touchdown kudos to the tennessee titans they came out of the blocks and boom punched him in the face with a with a really risky fake and they took an early lead in that game and that was the difference buddy
1: well, the NFL, is, it's a whacked-out league, man. It's a, as much of breakdowns as we do and algorithms this and everything else that. It's, it's a complicated league. And, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a classic example of this. And yeah, a football know. team camera, I'll be, I'll be honest about it. I told people there's no way in hell this team wins seven football games. Yeah. Um, we're going into a break here, a quick first segment. So Mike Blewett will join us around 4.40 or so. Drew Dinkmeyer in at uh, 6 and uh, uh, Cam's out at 6 on Mondays and actually the place that we're staying, uh, Buddy's a big fan of yours, uh, Cam. He's a big fan serious? of yours and I never hear you. Yeah, I never hear you on the John Oakley show because oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm carrying the load here for us, Cam. I got to take exactly. care of business here. But exactly. he even tells me, my buddy tells me, he goes, yeah, that Oakley guy, they're pretty hard on Cam. They said, they really bust this guy's balls. <laughs> Alright, Red Eater Rage Radio continues game time decisions. I said yeah,
2: so do I. Exactly.
1: Good job. Good job. All ACDC all the
3: time. Woo! Yeah,
1: our our new record's going to sound like ACDC probably now.
3: Exactly.
1: I like this, Cam. I fly so much right now. And so I got got airlines sending me stuff. Hey, Gabriel, you know, you're a chump that buys airline tickets all the time. So (laughs) I got a pretty good deal here. But of course, it's like to places I'm not flying. Air Canada sends me like a link. Hey, you know, you fly with us so much, we want to give you. We're giving you special access to this deal. Still, you know, I'm booking to Mexico and the Caribbean. I got access to a deal. It's like I don't know. I always book flights to New York City. How about giving me a deal to the place where you know I actually go all the time? (laughs) Exactly. How's Newark? You're offering me a deal. Yeah, you're offering me a deal to go to the Caribbean, like the. Their computer algorithm sees, I don't go to the Caribbean. You know what I mean? I go to Newark, you know, like you said. I go to Las Vegas, Vancouver,
3: and Newark. <laughs> they do the same for me. It's like, yeah, you want to go to St. John's, Halifax? I'm like, no, I want to go to Las Vegas. That's what they do. They'll just send you that. Yeah, that the airlines are unbelievable, too. They're, 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 they're so brutal. Like, my last flight was there, too, man. Just, just the whole experience. I've noticed it becomes surlier, like, I remember back in the day, like, we used to actually get food on a plane. Like, it came in, like, you know what I mean? You get, like, a chicken cutlet now. You know what I mean? They don't even come back for water for you. Like, I'm just flying blows, Marenzi. I don't know how you're doing it, but uh, you know me. I'm one of the worst flyers going. I have panic attacks and freak out and apologize to people on the plane when I start uh, sweating profusely. But uh, you seem to handle it pretty good. I, I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm really getting
1: used to it. So um, I just tune everything out. I'm desensitized, man. I've, I've you know... I've just tapped out, Cam. <laughs> so I just sort of sit there like a zombie, and like I don't even. know. honestly, it's weird. I I, you know, I fight it off. I get frustrated sometimes. Newark is very frustrating. Like I've never not been delayed in that airport. So yesterday, yesterday my flight's supposed to be at five. It left at six, six forty. It's like it's an extra hour and a half there. I got there at like three thirty, whatever. Normally I'd be panicking and bitching and yelling and stuff. Now I just took a nap and they had the football game on and in the terminal, you know. So I watched the Patriots lose. Uh, <laughs> it ended up upset me. So, speaking of the Patriots, I hate the Patriots too. Speaking of the Patriots, we've got breaking news. Um, they suck. No, no, just kidding. The other breaking news: Josh Gordon has officially been traded to the Patriots.
3: Great. So the Absolutely. Patriots, the, what the Patriots
1: joke. pick up another reclamation project or troubled, troubled football player. Uh, that's that's a major talent so uh,
3: I gotta tell you I gotta you know, tell you I don't know I'm just gonna have this so so Josh Gordon doesn't fit in Cleveland okay why he smoked weed whatever the guy used to be one of the best receivers in football yet you're rolling out Antonio Calloway. You remember him from Florida? This guy was in trouble every single week. He got suspended. Yeah, you replaced him played. with another headcase. Yeah, yeah, guns in the car. So, like, the thing was, I was actually hoping, like, thinking outside the box. I thought San Francisco was a good fit for Josh Gordon. I had a feeling he wasn't going to go to Dallas, but I was really hoping, talking to the guys on Sunday's show that he'd go to a team like the Jaguars now that they're really close you saw the way they handled uh, the patriots they got dd westbrook and you got in you know, cole but imagine gordon there and blake bortles is looking a lot more confident he made some nice throws yesterday i would have loved to see him with the jaguars maybe to get over the top but once again the patriots rich get richer buddy
1: yeah they got uh, they got rid of cory coleman in the process it doesn't surprise me Corey coleman seemed to be uh, i don't know i'm not going to say blackballed but teams really don't want any any part of him after he spends a couple of days uh, with them. So, yeah, Josh Gordon comes in here, and I guess if there's any team, that, you know potentially he would stay out of trouble. He would be with the New England Patriots. He gets his wish. He wanted to go to the Patriots or the Cowboys. So he gets his wish. Um, I don't know. They say he didn't fail a test or anything like that, but it was trust issues. I don't think the Patriots would pick him up if they think that you know he's going to get suspended again anytime soon, but you mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars, and You know that looked like a Super Bowl caliber football team yesterday, Cam. You know, right now we're only two weeks in, but right now, and I picked the Rams before the year started. Like, uh, um, I thought it was going to be the uh, and the Carolina Panthers actually was my dark horse, but you know the Rams, the Rams are the pick. I thought the Rams were going to be the best team in the NFL, and um, they so far, you know, whatever you can't take much. They played Arizona and they played uh, they played uh, the Raiders but you know they they look in they look damn damn good but so do the jag's Cam. And a rams jag super bowl would be pretty cool it's just sort of a new era you know young defensive team versus a young offensive team like a jag a, a it's it'd be totally just fresh too a jacksonville
3: jaguar la rams super bowl would be pretty cool it would be cool and I, we when we make good picks like pick in miami week week after week but we make bad picks hey it's I, was on much on much I was on miami yesterday I was wrong. I was wrong about Jacksonville at the start of the year. So far, all my futures, I'm, like, very good with the Oakland under and everything's going well. But I got to tell you, I told you, I was really down on Jacksonville. I thought they'd take a step back. I didn't know Houston was going to come out of the gate so cold and Deshaun Watson, uh, that team regressing. But you said it, man. The Jaguars, like, they were all business in that game against the Patriots. They didn't just beat them. They beat their ass in. And they did it in a way. Ramsey, like, just that guy backs up what he says. And I got to respect that. No, the Jacksonville Jaguars are, are a fun team. And I love their style of football it's old school defensive pound your head in and uh Blake Bortles is looking more confident man and hey they didn't even do that uh with, with the T.J. Yeldon stepped in yesterday for Fournette so kudos to them even with the receiving core they have they've done a Doug Marone's done a great job with that team and you're right they do look like Super Bowl contenders it's two weeks in but uh they look absolutely fantastic
1: yeah it's like you said it's two weeks in but it's not like you know they have something to build on from last year So it's not like, oh, we've seen two games of these guys and they're lucky. No, we saw they are a pretty good football team last year. we got to give credit where credit's due, man. Blake Bortles played well yesterday, Cam, and i got to give credit where credit's due. Nate Hackett was the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. He was terrible when Doug Marone was there too. I thought Marone was a good coach, but I thought Hackett was a bad coach. But, you know, Marone stuck with Hackett over the years, and Hackett called a good game. Hackett, you know, it's about time he starts to call a good game, but he's gotten better, Hackett. And Blake Bortles played well. I mean, come on, man. They just kicked the crap. They, they put the foot down. The hard-nail boot, as they say in the South. <laughs> they just put the hard-nail boot down um, on, on the Patriots without Leonard Fournette. You know, that was without Leonard Fournette even.
3: Exactly. I'll tell you, man, uh, I'm just looking at I'm just looking what's happening with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick right now, Marinci, and I'll tell you, we'll talk to Blue about this. His Conor McGregor uh, shit at the end there, the press conference, I was pissing myself laughing. This guy's having a good time. Hey, he's got great rapport with the receivers. First play of the game to D-Jack against his old team touchdown. He's staying in the co- uh, pocket. He's making passes. You can't put Jameis Winston back in. If you're Tampa Bay, you can't. Jameis Winston is the backup quarterback for that team now. Like, if they take out Fitzpatrick, that's just that's that's suicide. Like, I don't know. I didn't know what they're going to do, but uh, i got to tell you, from what I've seen in two weeks, he's earned the job. I think you got to put uh, Winston on the bench. Uh, I can't believe what Tampa Bay is doing right now, but I had a weird feeling about that Eagles game because the line was low. I went on it very low on Tampa Bay, but Gabe, you, you, uh, you said it. I know everybody and their mothers got under six and a half for this team at the start of the year. It's nuts.
1: Well, speaking of the number six, right now, we all knew Cam that the teams in the state of Florida would start off the season yep. with a uh, six, six six and zero and record, 0. right? I, I know. Go Florida. <laughs> Think about That's it. Crazy. Think about it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, 2-0. Yep. are 2-0. two and zero. Miami Dolphins are two and zero. Two and zero. Jags. Jacksonville Jaguars are 2 0. Yeah, you said it. Great start by Florida. Great and, start by the state of Florida. And you know what's crazy is um, I'm just about opening up a stream right now. A uh There's
3: yep. a, yeah, a lot of stream. pounding going on there. You hear your fingers sound like they're dancing there. Yeah, yeah. People wonder what I'm doing.
1: I'm actually going to open up. Yeah. I don't know why I do this. I you know I do this so people can chat. Now, when we get back, we get settled. We're gonna do start doing a stream. We're gonna get you on the video too, Cam. So we're gonna you're gonna be on video every day, too. Um, we're gonna start doing daily stream, but it's good. I like people so they're able to chat. No, that's, that's serious. Like it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like a video podcast as well. So um, so it's good for like people that can chat and stuff, right? And ask us questions and yeah. you know, everything's on video nowadays. But the thing is. You know, we don't promote this and it's on my own feed. So sometimes like there's nine people, sometimes there's 48 people. I never really know how many people are going to jump in. So we'll fire it off now and it's better than nothing, right? Now, I can show you the ACDC machine too right now, people. <laughs> it's a great, great looking pinball machine.
3: Yeah, I know. I saw that I saw the, the picture Hawks, that bears. you took on Twitter. It looks absolutely like that pinball machine. That's gold. That is vintage gold. Yeah, like you said, it. sent that's... the link. It's it absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, this thing is. Uh, this is like one-stars right, yeah, worthy. Like,
1: it's nice. All right, this is a great feed I have here. This is actually pretty good. It's crazy talking about the Eagles. You're gonna see this video in a second. I'll put it out on YouTube here. Get the link going. Yeah, you put it on Twitter, and I'll. Uh, in this guy's I'll click, living
3: room. I'll click on it. I'm just gonna tell you, I do. I do that Sunday show, Marenti, with with the other crew. At 4 o'clock, and yeah, the first time you talked about it, like, when I was on Skype, I'm just like, you saw me, like, Cardano just sees the headset, like, my face is all greased up, it just, like, keeps on falling off and off, so I'm holding up the yeah, microphone. Yeah, but at least now he knows he's going to saying. buy a new headset. You need a bigger. Oh. Oh, really? Know, oh. Um, That'd be great. I'd love a new headset. This thing is so beat down, it's, like, got sweaty ears, and yeah, like, I'm just holding up the thing right now, it's just, I don't know if it is the size, I do have a pumpkin head, but man, I you, you'd think... Bruce Bochy has a like headset fits on his head. Like you got to think they have a headset for me out there. There's guys with bigger craniums than me.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. I was gonna say like uh, big man's um, like large clothing man stores and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Destination if they have, like, XL uh, audio equipment.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like audio great,
1: equipment yeah. for for the uh, for the larger j- gentlemen. <laughs> Like, you know, headsets, yeah, headphones, stuff like
3: exactly, that. Exactly, exactly,
4: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Audio equipment for the bigger gentlemen.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you, you need well, a bigger awesome. headset. I do, I do. If we're gonna be if we're gonna be on the stream, like I'm gonna drive people nuts because it's just me holding up like a little bar with the microphone and watching the side of it just slide down my face every two seconds. So yeah, get some. Uh, I'll get get a new look for sure. What about your boy Vontae Davis retiring at the half? That was that was pretty uh, unbelievable. Are you kidding me? Like this a, what a shit show. Like that was nuts.
1: You know, the Buffalo Bills, Cam, I've seen a lot.
4: <laughs> I've seen oh, yeah. oh, yeah.
1: Bills. I've seen a lot with the uh I've seen a lot over the years of the Buffalo Bills. Never have I seen a player retire at the half and quit. Now we've seen guys like what uh, if you remember. Kyle Orton did this to the Bills, but at least he waited till the game was over. Like Kyle Orton waited till the game was over, at least. (laughs) That's the thing. Like like, like, I I understand. Kyle Orton retired. Kyle Orton retired, but didn't tell anybody. Vontae Davis and but the season was over, and he didn't say goodbye to anyone. He just split. Um, Vontae Davis like left at the half. Like he was an active player in the game and left at the half and didn't tell anybody. That's the type of stuff like that gets you blackballed for the National Football League.
3: Yeah, well, he's done. And, and the, the thing about it is too like the explanations like, "Oh, you know, like the the game's kind of it's too fast for me now and you know, I don't want to be, you know, slow and uh, maybe a little bit crippled when I get out of the game, but bud like you, you got to finish the game if you want to fit like you don't leave at the half you finish the game and say listen man like i got a family i'm worried about my health it's been a slice you got like that's the thing you don't you don't leave at the half and you said this guy wasn't on injured res- this was an active player in the game leaving at the half there was actually a point in that game where i thought that was another pick i thought buffalo was going to come back and cover they, they they you know their defense stepped up in the in, in the third quarter in that game they started shutting down the chargers but they just couldn't get it done man big uh uh, Allen, he made some. He's made some nice plays, but also some bad decisions there too. But it's going to be a long season, Brents. I don't know how many wins these guys are going to get this year, but it's going to be pretty bleak.
1: Yeah, well, they you know, they, they got an easy game this week at Minnesota.
4: <laughs>
1: Were they six sixteen and a half point underdogs?
3: Yeah, that's the uh, biggest line and, uh, on the board hurt. right
1: now. And you know where they go after that? Green Bay, after. Yeah, after Minnesota, they're they're at Green Bay. Like, in what world? Why would they open up the season at Baltimore? And and three of the first four games on the road at Baltimore, at Minnesota, at Green Bay. Like, come on, like, it's a screw job. Like, what, what
3: you're right. No, no, no. You're, you're right. Like, that is cruel and unusual punishment. You can't, you can't like, it, it obviously tells me the Bills have, like, no cachet or, like, any, you know what I mean? Like, when the NFL schedule makers make the schedule, there's, like, screw Buffalo. Like, that is, a, that's a hard game to open up at Baltimore. But to go back to back with powers like Green Bay and Minnesota, come on, man. That's just stupid. That is cruel and unusual punishment. And the Chargers are still a, a, a pretty decent team. Those are four hard games out of the gate, man. That's tough
1: it really is, and you know Roger Goodell is actually from the Buffalo area. he doesn't treat the city I mean, you very figure he well. no, you figure he wouldn't <laughs> screw us around as much as he does, all right, so the video feed is up and running. good to see you guys hopping in. We appreciate it, let's see if we can get a shot with the uh with the eagle here uh, check it out <laughs> this on Twitter yeah check yeah, yeah i just put I posted the uh, the video link.
3: Okay, I'm going to go get on Twitter here see what
1: I can do. Yeah, we got a nice, got like, thank God it's not stuffed. It freaked me out at first. Like, I don't like stuffed animals, man. Uh, Taxidermy. does it freak you out, camera? It's not your bag? No, no, I don't like taxidermy. No, man, do you? Who likes that, man? Eh, I don't like that. I don't know. I I, I don't know where I I was. The other day, I was in a hotel or something. I think they had a dead bear on the the floor or something. It freaked me out. I didn't like it. You don't mind, like, stuffed deer head on the wall and stuff? You want to see, like, uh, you know, you want, like, a dead moose in your living room?
3: Yeah, I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't, I'll don't. i tell you something, Gabe, I really don't mind. I, I've been, I've been to people's places where there's been, uh, you know, deer stuffed and bear stuffed and whatever. I I don't really get, it. yeah, look at that eagle. It's pretty cool. It's a cool-looking eagle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's the eagle. I'm going to give you a little tour. Now here's the, uh, we'll give you the ACDC. Oh, look at this. ACDC pinball. How do I start this? All right. <laughs>
3: can you hear the ACDC? Now I can, yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it. All right, know. I got to get someone. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear you for a while, Gabe. I thought, am I still connected? I think I'm still there. I put the video up and everything went crazy. Oh.
1: <laughs> Red Heat and Rage Radio, AC/DC style. Thunder. Oh, I'm killing it now. Are you ready? I don't know how to shut this thing off, though, now. (laughs) Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Aerosmiths, I told my boy. Got to get, like, the Kiss, the Kiss pinball machine. We just cranked some uh, ACDC pinball during the commercial break there. I was getting a little worried that I wasn't going to be able to stop.
3: (laughs) I I couldn't stop the machine. Like, I couldn't even hear, I couldn't hear the ads or anything. I just heard the ACDC pinball machine. It's smoking.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I was thinking, too. (laughs) What's it? Like that I didn't know when you were back. back. Like I'm just hearing all it's <laughs> crazy. Me too. I was like, oh man, I can't hear whether we're going to a break or not. A C D E C was cranking. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he's it's his game, so he's got it set. You get you get five balls, right? Instead of three or whatever. It's pretty cool. I nice. guess it goes by how many songs you, you can last. You know, so but what's amazing to me, it sounds awesome. Like it sounds like a concert. Like it it um it doesn't sound like tinny or anything like that. I guess for 6500 bucks, but yeah, this guy's got a great, great place, man. You have full, full music studio, pinball machines, backyard. Um, you know, guess he's not married. Not not m- single? Um, no, I don't know, actually. I just met the dude. He's. Uh, if you know what's really funny, you're going to love this. I'll post a picture. I'll get a picture of him. He's the singer... Of a Motorhead cover band, he looks like Lemmy. <laughs> that's
3: amazing. No, no, that's like, but,
1: no, no, but exactly like <laughs> Lemmy. It's pretty crazy. Like when I've met him, I said, "Oh man, I said, nice to meet you, Lemmy." And he goes, "Lemmy's dead." So that's that's the first thing he says to me. I said, "All right, nice to meet you, fake Lemmy." And he started laughing. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Nice to meet you, fake Lemmy."
3: And, he doesn't uh, have the warts. Though, yeah, no, the does guy because he? he got the warts.
1: No, no, he doesn't His have a wart. To, uh, yeah, no, that's see, wart that's movement. the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can't. Yeah,
3: he can't be perfect, Braxi. Can't be perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, you don't have a wart. You don't have a wart. I think he might paint the wart on, though. Actually, when he does the shows.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, he goes. He goes on. All right, so in. we got. All right, we
1: got. Awesome. Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett, Mike Blewett is here. Mike What's Blewett. Up, um, steps up and in, and we hey. worked uh, yesterday with Mike Blewett. We enjoyed it once again. And another lot of surprises in the National Football League. Uh, Mike, though, I'm just, um, I'm kicking. I'm on, you know, you know me, I'm a nomad. You know, every day is a new place. We're recording a heavy metal record this week, but we're still doing the shows. Good luck. But uh, the place that we are, I'm admiring it, an ACDC pinball machine. I heard, I heard.
4: $6,500. I heard music in between the break and the sound system sounded incredible.
1: No, it really does. It's, it's. It's like a sound. Like you said, it sounds like a state-of-the-art sound system. Old school, just rocks the. It's entire Like a Bose, house. but
3: it's uh, it's in a
4: pinball machine. Amoretti, eh, it's like a Bose system, but uh, that's
3: why exactly, it's the Cadillac of exactly.
4: all pinball machines. Oh, that was from the pinball machine. That sounds
3: yeah
2: yeah. Yes. that's, yeah, that's yeah. unbelievable.
4: I when I <laughs> yeah. when I joined when I joined in, we weren't live yet. So when I joined in, I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to do this segment. <laughs> with <laughs> hammering ACDC, or Aerosmith, rather, or whichever it was, uh, during the break. Uh, we had Aerosmith on the region. Yeah, I was but... in
1: a little panic during the break. I was dropping some F-bombs because I was t- Cam could hear me. I told Cam, I said, I don't know how to turn this thing off, man. Like, it wouldn't stop. <laughs>
4: That's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so good, good to do shows right, with you so again, on... Gabe. I'm happy to be on, and you, Cam, as well. It's been a couple weeks.
3: It has, Mike. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's so, the Sunday shows. You guys, are, you guys are knocking it out of the park. You guys
4: did a wicked job on Sunday. Great work. Thanks, man. We're on the long board on Sundays, that. five and six hours apiece. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, you got to pace yourself as best you can, but we're trying. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, so I brought this up earlier, Mike. NFL whacked out. Remember what Buddy Ryan said, not for long. In the yeah. NFL, you're a good team, not for long, yep. evidently. We'll start off just with the state of Florida. I want to get to Mike It's Pittsburgh Steelers that, wow. I mean, uh, <laughs> I've been saying this about Antonio Brown tweeting about Trade Me. Yeah. What, what does that mean? We'll get we'll get to this. But uh, the state of Florida, 6-0. and Now, there was a lot of hype about the Jacksonville Jags coming into this year. There wasn't any hype about the Miami Dolphins. Minimalist, you know, maybe Dolphin fans thought they were flying under the radar a bit. And then conversely, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who I'll admit, I said I don't think they win seven games. I said there's no way they win seven games. They're winning I have them six under and six half.
4: and a half. I have them under six and a half. And I, they're I'm losing.
1: Their schedule, guys, their schedule to start the year this year was the hardest schedule in the history of the National Football League. Opening up with the New Orleans Saints, eleven win team, Philadelphia Eagles. What was it last year? Fourteen win team, um, including and the, the Pittsburgh playoffs, Steelers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever it was. So the combined – I'm just saying the combined records of their first three opponents was the most lethal, deadly – I'm sure the Bills are right behind it with how tough their schedule is, but long story short, it, and, and it was factually the hardest first three games in the history of the National Football League to open a season with. Your quarterback gets suspended even though your quarterback's flaky. Dirk Cutter, Munkin, not like anybody thought – The I thought these guys were terrible. Ryan Fitzpatrick's a journeyman who has been in the league forever. Has a good game, has a bad game. Long story short, here they are, two and zero right now. Unbelievable story. What can you say, Mike, about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers
4: start? Well, I I would reiterate some of the things that you said. I had them under six and a half on the year. I do an over under competition with some friends where we do a snake style draft. I had the first overall pick, and no offense, Marenzi, but I debated hard between Bills and Bucks, and I went with the Bucks under six and a half because. Uh, They had not just that opening schedule, but the overall third-hardest schedule in the league, not to mention they're playing in a division which I considered going into the year maybe the toughest division in all of football. Certainly the Saints and Falcons I had as playoff teams, and I thought Carolina could challenge. But now you have Fitzmagic, who maybe maybe it was a good thing that they didn't start out with Jameis and those distractions, but he is playing lights out. I think we've seen over the course of Fitzpatrick's career he does, as you mentioned on the show yesterday, Gabe, uh, he does start out well, and he, he can fizzle out a little bit later into seasons. We saw that when he was with the Jets. Uh, played well and then fizzled out at the end of a couple of those seasons, but ultimately, uh, I'm as surprised as anybody. The way the Steelers are playing, the Bucks have a shot to be 3-0, and and That absolutely would be the biggest surprise. People will be stunned by Miami as well. But the only thing I'll say is that Miami opened at 6 in Vegas. And a lot of sharp bets came in on the Miami over because of the way that their schedule laid out. Uh, they start out with they got Tennessee at home. Obviously, it's extremely hot in Miami still. They got Tennessee at home, which ended up being a wild game. Then they had the Jets with who are which is a rookie quarterback playing there, obviously, played a little bit like a rookie yesterday, even though it was a you know striking distance game. Uh, and then, they're going to have the Raiders coming down to Miami, long trip, one o'clock game, steaming hot. They're going to Miami's wearing their white jerseys, Raiders wearing their black jerseys. They have a real shot at three and zero. Plus, later in the year. They don't get the cold-weather games that generally can be a problem for the warm-weather teams. Yes, they have Buffalo in Week 17, and they have New England earlier in December. But outside of that, they got Minnesota in a dome. They have another dome game, I think Indianapolis. And it's lining up for Miami that they're not going to be great, but they have a shot here to go over that 6.5 the way the Sharps predicted a couple of months ago.
3: and, Mike, th- think about the two teams that you mentioned. Gabe, you know this. Who beats New England? Miami does. They, yeah. New England has problems with this team for some reason. And, Gabe, you know down the stretch. And, Mike, what, what happens in Buffalo? When Buffalo needed to win, Miami c- comes in there and ruins the party. It's actually, that's a very, very sharp number. Uh, Tannehill's playing well, and they have a very underrated defense. I think they're just one of those teams that uh, they never get any respect, but uh, they're
4: in a real good spot. Gabe, we talked about Tannehill yesterday, too.
3: I like that.
1: We did, and what did I say? I said that I thought that he was underrated. I said I thought that he was overly criticized. I said that he was playing very good football uh, two years ago when he got hurt. uh, That he was finally learning how to become a quarterback. He was an athlete, but not a quarterback. Starting to become a quarterback, and I brought up the fact that he was eight and one in his last nine starts. Make it nine and one in his last ten starts now, Mike. And we talked about that game. I liked that game a lot yesterday. I wish I could have convinced uh, Steel City Steve to put it in a super contest. We got scared off in the Vegas contest because it was two and a half instead of that hook with three. But you know, it, you know, you look at the Jets winning that game on Monday Night Football and the Lions falling apart. I think, you know, the NFL. It really is a week to week leap, Mike. It, you know, it's no very doubt. hard to be consistent. Yep. That's why you got to tip your cap to the Miami Dolphins and the Jaguars and the Bucs for playing well two weeks in a row. It's not easy to do in the NFL. The Patriots couldn't do it. I talked about, and there's a stat out there I saw, I, I'll fish it up, about ATS wise, teams that cover the spread, what their record is the following week. And it's rare, man. Like, nobody can do it. Like nobody gets past like covering two weeks in a row or three weeks in a row, it's it's a week to week league, Mike. It really is, and more so now than ever. I know I don't want to use the word parody. I agree with that. I, I think agree it's that. it's sort of craziness. It's just it's there's it's sort of like a UFC fight where I bet a fight, guys, and I can tell within the first fifteen seconds whether I have the right guy or not. Like you know you know what Cam, a good way of putting this is. The NFL is sort of like the CFL now, you know what I mean? Like the it CFL, is. a team Great can call. play one one week, and then one team can be terrible, but the next week Without they will right. It'll be reversed. Yeah, like there's there's not a consistency factor in, in the NFL at least so
4: far this year. Yeah, well, here's what I would say. First of all, the teams are, <clears throat> excuse me, are very close. I think parity does have something to do with it, but also. And it sometimes isn't doesn't get talked about enough. A lot of it is the rules that are in place, but I don't want it, to. It's difficult to to phrase it a golden age of quarterbacks, but it's a golden age of quarterbacking because of the way that the rules are set up now. The guys do not have to be Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady to play a couple of a couple of three or four good games in a row we saw Bortles have a month last year people are saying how terrible he was and then Bortles lit the league on fire last November there are other guys out there that given a a game plan or a particular game script they can come in there and dominate you know Pat Mahomes might be the next hall of famer on the block but the reality is he's 23 years old he just turned that yesterday and he's only played three games. He just ripped the Steelers yeah, well look, doesn't Mahomes in Pittsburgh.
1: Look at Mahomes. Look at <clears throat> Mahomes right now. And he's putting up even stupider numbers than Deshaun did last year. Watson. I agree. Yep. But similar situation. And now look at Deshaun Watson. Right? Well, you know, And Deshaun Watson in that sort of sophomore slump that you see in college sometimes after a freshman uh, lights it up. Deshaun Watson struggling uh, so far this year. So Mahomes could struggle, you know, eight weeks from now. Mahomes could hit a wall. I mean, I remember Trevor Simeon came in. I mean, Cam, you agreed. I remember you and I talked about this. He lit it up. Trevor Simeon came in and he sucked and looked good and was like, wow, Simeon's a competent quarterback. And, you know, the Broncos aren't really missing too much of a beat here. They're going to save a lot of money. They're only paying him 500K. And then he sort of just hit a wall after like five, six games. Then he started to get worse, not better. I mean, look at Christian Hackenberg. Hackenberg was supposed to be a can't-miss guy, right? And you never know, Mike. You know, it's it's a not-for-long league. It really is.
4: Yeah, no, look, it's difficult to find your franchise guys, but I do think on a week-to-week basis, guys can come in here and be very capable. And to your greater point about parity or, or what the wildness of the league, these games are so tight. That crazy plays separate them. I mean, the Steelers, Mahomes was tearing them apart, but the Steelers weren't out of it because Roethlisberger is going for four fifty-two yep. and four scores. The Tennessee, the Tennessee game is effectively decided by, and I love this, Mike Vrabel making an early call, jumping on the Texans yep. and calling mm-hmm. a fake punt at the right time that won them the game. Or, you or- can. Exactly. Playing to win the game. Four teams got to do that playing stuff. Playing to win play the, to game. the yeah. game.
3: Exactly. When you're, the, when you're a team like them, too, you need a spark. I'm surprised that yes. like a lot of those teams, guys, don't do stuff hey, like that. It was you're a perfectly right. executed you're right. play. You saw Crookshank there. It was beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, you know, he
1: understands the situation that, you know, he knows yeah. that people think the Texans are going to win. We're all injured. I um, mean, you know, we suck. I'm a rookie coach. Exactly. Comes out there, he plays to win the game. But it would play like that it reminds me of uh, Brian Kelly, Jim Harbaugh played it safe. Michigan gets the football against Notre Dame. What do they do? Well, let's run the ball three times in a row up the middle. All right. Notre Dame gets the football. Oh, Wimbush can't throw the football. What does he do? 50 yard pass downfield. First play yeah. from scrimmage for Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, you know, playing to win a game aggressive. And this is one of the reasons why i liked like, I, you know, I thought the Houston Texans had enough talent to compete for the AFC conference championship. But I had my reservations that Bill O'Brien would learn from Doug Peterson, who set the table last year by being aggressive with Frank Reich and winning the Super Bowl. Clearly he didn't get it. And now Deshaun Watson's struggling and yeah, you know, you're only 0 2. It's not the end of the world, but going back to last 11 years, only 10% teams that have gone 0 2 and made the playoffs and 0 and 2 is not the end of the world, but 0 3 is. And, one and three sucks, and the next thing you know, you're two and four, and the next thing you know, you're three and six, and a year's over. And by um, the way, you know, o on and, the zero and two, yeah, teams you got to start kid, winning games.
4: Yeah, on the zero and two teams, uh, yes, you can make the playoffs, but I would love to see the ultimate result of zero and two teams making and or winning the Super Bowl. I bet you, if there's one or two instances, I'd be surprised. So it, it's it's somewhat indicative of your long term success, even if you can make the playoffs, uh, you know, even more more tight games yesterday. You know, New Orleans and Minnesota are effectively decided by uh, field, goal ki- <coughs> field goal kickers, both of whom are losing their jobs today, but also, you know, a, a wacky penalty and a ridiculous penalty uh, against Clay Matthews. It's an absolute form tackle that's called a 15-yard that's penalty. That's a joke. Extend the drive. That's a joke. Yeah, that, that call is a joke. A joke. If we're you want to tell playing, the we're league. We're
1: going
3: to be playing flag football yeah. soon enough if you're
1: going to call yeah. that. No, drive. but if you want to tell – if you want to tell the players don't lower your head and lose, use your head as a weapon, I agree with that because the same players are saying it's stupid. It'll be the same players that'll be suing the league in 15 years saying they have concussion problems. But but if the, you tell the players don't use your head and then you get a textbook tackle on the quarterback, you can't freaking call a penalty that decides a football game on
4: that, guys. Yeah, I, I just can't believe that they called that. I, I can't imagine them showing a video like that to the players and saying you see how he landed on the qb there that's going to be a flag it's impossible to control yourself in that scenario he, he literally controlled himself to the point where he wrapped cousins with his arm didn't touch him with his helmet at all and basically placed him on the ground and it was still a penalty
3: That was he gonna ridiculous. say guys all right looking at the Giants oh, okay. game last night too they, they had so many opportunities like fourth and inches like they played scared last night there was an opportunity I know Dallas had a great game plan with Marinelli they came to play they were all over it but that's the thing you know what I mean you got to show guts and you said a great point on Bill O'Brien Morenzi this guy plays scared and that's why the Houston Texans can't get to the next level like fourth and inches like you got to go for these things and that's why some teams they go for two-point conversions because you know the percentage of getting compared to the one is better guys
4: and you're right, you're we're leaving do, uh, it to chance. You're leaving it to chance when you don't call plays like that, and it's it what is what yeah. causes you to go somewhere between seven and nine to nine and seven every season.
1: Exactly. Fantasy Factor, the only DFS site with exclusive single entry contests. It's fun in a recreational place to play with smaller leagues and flatter prize pools. Great free promotions like Survivor, Super Bowl Squares, March Madness bracket contest. Sign up today. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's fantasyfactor.com. It's a great fun site. Single entry contest only. There's no sharks over there.
0: Fantasyfactor.com.
2: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions.
1: Uh, Cardano tweeting about this tackle, probably tuning in. The technique of grabbing a passer from behind the legs or legs, scooping and pulling in an upward motion is a foul. Really? Really? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, just admit you're wrong. <laughs> just admit they're wrong. Just say, listen, we screwed up. You know you know that it was a bad call when Kirk Cousins himself said, yeah, it was a generous call. Exactly. That's Kirk Cousins saying, yeah, we got lucky. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Morenci alongside Cam Stewart. Mike Blewett is with us right now. Drew Dickmeyer will join me at 6 o'clock. We'll talk some DFS with one of the sharpest minds uh, in the business. Speaking of uh, Daily Roto, head over to DailyRoto.com, the site that has produced $7 million winners. Click on Go Premium. There you will gain access to a line optimizer that's going to help you compose your daily fantasy rosters on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Not only has DailyRoto.com produced seven millionaires, but it's produced millions more in winnings for its subscribers. And if it's sports wagering uh, you're into, like Cam Stewart and me, click on the new uh, sports betting tab, we are going to be able to use the same tools and algorithms that's produced all those winnings for money line picks, picks against the spread, game totals, player props, where you can capitalize on player performances without having to worry about salary caps. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium. The industry website where millionaires are made, literally, and I'll tell you what, the DailyRoto.com betting machine um, had the
3: uh, Oakland Raiders as their best bet yesterday, Cam, and that cashed good pick by the machine. No, no the Denver was very, very lucky in that game. They were horrible in the yeah. first half, but I'll tell you one thing from a fantasy perspective, guys. Philip Lindsay, the kid born in Denver from Colorado, he's kind, kind of emerging as the back. We don't like, in the fantasy world, those uh, running backs by committee, but that's, a, what do you have, a buck a buck 08? Like, he seems to be taking over uh, Denver's running game right now, guys. He's a guy to pick up if he's available on waivers. What, what are your thoughts? I did pick him up. I did pick him up, but I didn't use him,
1: because I was like, oh, yeah, I don't think he's going to do this again, Mike. I just sort of picked him up to be the hipster yeah and get him before everyone else did right
4: (laughs) yeah i mean um, i'm with i'm with cam on this it it is it is shocking simply because all signs pointed to royce freeman all throughout philip Lindsay, i'll raise my hand and say i barely mentioned the guy and many very very few people mentioned him outside of denver and he comes in with another 15 touches yesterday for 111 total yards so uh, he had the 53-yard run. He's obviously got some explosivity to his game. So uh, the Royce Freeman owners are panicking because he was creeping up draft boards all throughout draft season, and uh, I avoided it. Uh, I didn't go in all in on Lindsay because the, the bid prices were really high uh, last week on him. So I have Philip Lindsay in one league, and I didn't even play him yesterday. So now I'm going to have to give it a hard yep. look uh, for week three.
1: All right, so the Pittsburgh Steelers right now still haven't won a football game yet, and now they go and they take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like the over in that game, 53 right now. Um, So we have the the Le'Veon Bell drama. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but Le'Veon Bell posted a video of him, like, dancing in a club, sort of living very, very carefree. Um, Sort of a message to the Steelers that, hey, I'm good. I'm in no panic. I'm in no rush. And uh, we have Antonio Brown who threatened to break the jaw of a reporter last week. We have Terry Bradshaw, who's criticizing Mike Tomlin. Um, Antonio Brown was basically the only Lev Bell teammate to step up and show any support. When uh, when everyone was ripping him, he tweeted a picture of him and Le'Veon Bell together and basically said, my brother. So, And Antonio Brown's a star, so he's going to look at things differently. Yet now here is... This is a weird story here. And once again, and I look forward to your take on this, Mike, only because you're a Steeler fan. And the Steelers are sort of that, you know, old school. We you know we don't air dirty laundry. They're not a drama franchise. They don't like drama. Yeah. They've never had much drama. They don't like it. So, you know, the Antonio Brown stuff would piss off the Rooney family. And now you get Antonio Brown on Twitter uh, today. So, basically... Ryan Scarpino, Ryan Scarpino used to be a PR staff member. So this guy worked with the Steelers for a while uh, for 2010 to 2017. So a longtime team employee basically throws tweets out and throws AB under the bus and says Antonio Brown needs to thank his lucky stars because he was drafted by a team that had Ben and Ben got Antonio Brown paid. You know darn well you wouldn't put up those numbers for other teams. I'm sure, like, the Steelers are thinking, what the hell are you saying this for publicly, and why are you doing this on Twitter? So Antonio Brown responds, trade me. Let's find out. Hmm. Um, you're a Steeler fan, Mike. It seems Eight. like, you know, okay, Le'Veon Bell holding out is one thing. Players are going to hold out, but it really does seem like um, there's more than one leak on this boat right now.
4: Yeah, I I would agree. Here's what I'll say first about A.B. You're right. It isn't a franchise that embraces drama at all. They usually keep everything in-house. I think that's why Mike Tomlin has been such a longstanding employee. Uh, They don't like to change coaches, and Tomlin is right in line with how things go in Pittsburgh. But they've dealt with a lot of drama from A.B. before. Throwing garbage cans on the sidelines. Facebook living a private team meeting. <laughs> uh, going, back, going back and forth. Between I enjoyed ben that Facebook live. Yeah. But going back and forth between with Ben Roethlisberger in the media. So I think A.B. is uh, a little bit of a diva. That's okay. He's also the best receiver in football. You deal with those kinds of things when he's around. But the Le'Veon Bell thing... Has been a distraction, even though the running game is business as usual. James Conner has been fine. I do think, though, that to your point, you start to look at one thing. You can excuse one thing, and then there's a second thing, and you try to excuse that, and now there's a third thing. Uh, Ultimately, there's two major issues. They could not take care of the ball in the first game especially in the second half and overtime, and yesterday. The absence of Ryan Shazier was felt yesterday in droves, and I knew this was going to be a problem at some point. The Steelers are a very strong team all the way around. Their one weak spot is middle linebacker because Shazier's not there anymore. They have John Bostig in there, Tyler Medikiewicz. Those guys are not. Those guys are uh replacement level linebackers and they cannot cover anybody and i uh, the only thing i'm kicking myself about yesterday is not highlighting what i thought kelsey could do to them because i thought it was going to be a huge problem now it turns out mahomes destroyed them all over the field but their inability at middle linebacker to cover tight ends is going to come home to roost each and every week um do i think this is all going to fall apart not really, because even in their bad years, the Steelers muster a way to go 8-8, eight and eight, uh, even when things fall apart. The problem is they have designs on much larger things than that.
3: Uh, I was going to ask Luke, you your uh, take there, is, Mike. Uh, uh, what, what do you guys think about Tomlin, though? Like, it's just one of those things, like... You know, like, is it at the, we've never seen Pittsburgh in this situation before, we're only a couple weeks in, but what's your take, Mike, do you think he's a good coach or do you think he's overrated, it seems like the inmates are running the asylum, lots of, uh, you know, bad body language on the sidelines too, jawing, it's not, not with just these stories, they just don't look like they're in sync right now, it's up for a
4: coach to get these guys together again. Uh, I agree. I've been critical with Mike Tomlin as far as the uh, keeping everybody on the same page. Outside of the national anthem debacle that the Steelers had last year, I've actually always thought he's pretty good about that, not calling out players, keeping players together. I I thought he's always been good in that regard. I've been somewhat critical of him, though, because his playoff failures uh, have frustrated me, in in a couple of ways. Last year, the Jacksonville game, they obviously played really poorly. I thought there were some coaching decisions made by Todd Haley from a play-calling perspective that is on the head coach. At the end of the day, I know we go back a couple of years to the Falcons Super Bowl with the Patriots. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan called some funky plays. It's up to Dan Quinn in that spot, and and as I'm referencing to Mike Tomlin, to make sure that you are calling the plays that can win the game. It is not up to the offensive coordinator. So uh, when when it comes to the Jacksonville game last year, a lot of questionable play calling. When it comes to them failing against New England time and time again and not getting out of zone defenses, I don't know what to say. Uh, at some point, you have to make a change to make sure that you're winning ball games and not falling prey to, well, Tom Brady's so good. Yeah, he's great, but other people beat him, so why can't you?
1: You know, and they've had a lot of good football teams. They just seem to hit the hit the wall all the time, as you mentioned, uh, in the playoffs. I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers here defensively as well. This is a major problem. I mean, we focus on the drama of Le'Veon Bell. We can talk about the drama of Antonio Brown. Uh, but, Mike, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense has been uh, carved up for 63 points in two games, 21 points to the Browns, and now now this game... And I believe this game against the Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh and Tampa, is it the Sunday night or the Monday night? It's a prime time, isn't it?
4: Uh, Monday night football. Right now. So it you, is. No.
1: It's Monday night football.
4: Whoa. I
1: knew so. Yeah, this is big time stuff, Cam. A lot of pressure on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They can't go o two and one. And meanwhile, meanwhile, how about them Cincinnati Bengals
4: right now? Two and zero. Uh, yeah. The Bengals uh, looking good. I mean, Dalton played great the other night on Thursday night. To your point about the Steelers' schedule, Monday night followed by the Sunday night game against Baltimore. So primetime games wow. six days apart. Those are some
3: nasty Pittsburgh games Steelers with Baltimore, Baltimore, too. That's it's tough. One Baltimore and Pittsburgh favorites. games, people get hurt in those games. Eh? Mike, Mike it's a, when Baltimore and Pittsburgh gave you, know when they get together, those are old-school, dirty street fights. That's, it takes a lot out Still of you. Are. Are. Well, they yeah, respect could, each other, Ken. They, they respect do. each they other. Do. It's
1: not like it's not, it's not dirty. It's not dirty. Like Terrell it's Suggs. Just it's just tough. Yeah, like the Bengals and the Steelers is dirty. The Bengals and the Ravens are dirty. Like the Bengals and everyone is dirty. That's the theme. But <laughs> the Steelers, no, it's true. Like Terrell Suggs, yeah. I read an interview with Terrell Suggs, and he's talked about the differences in how he hits quarterbacks. And he basically said, if I don't like you, I'm going to try to, like, hurt you. You know, he said, I'm not trying to injure you, but he goes, I'm trying to hit you pretty hard, and I'm going to run you through the ground. And he said, like Tom Brady, he said, I don't like Tom Brady. And he said, I don't like him as a person. I don't think he's a nice guy. I don't like him. <laughs> and, like, he said, not because well, – he didn't say, all oh, because he's a competitor. He goes, I just don't like him. And he goes, yeah, he's good, but he goes, he complains too much. I just don't like him on the field. So he goes, if I can hit him real hard, I do. And then he said, he goes, you know – Pittsburgh's our biggest rival, but he goes, I respect the hell out of Ben Roethlisberger. And he goes, I help him up when I hit him. He goes, I'll hit Ben Roethlisberger. I'll help him up. But he goes, I won't help up Tom Brady. And, you know, and he was talking, I've heard other Raven and Steeler players say, there's a modem of respect among the two franchises. They're both Um, respectable franchises. The Bengals are like the drunk guys. You know what I mean? The Bengals <laughs> are like the drunk guy that lives next door. They
3: are.
1: <laughs> they are. The they're like bottle, the thugs dirty, next yeah, door, like Pac Man Jones <laughs> and the cops. Like, yeah, like the Steelers and the Ravens have nice houses in the suburbs. The Bengals are down the street where the cops are always showing up to. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, they're the frat house. Uh, you're you're living in the they suburbs, are. and the Bengals are living in the frat house, causing problems. Yeah, with them, yeah. So like backers, the Ravens so.
1: and the Steelers sort of respect each other in that sense.
4: Well, but the Steelers played like the, they the they Ravens the a few game. years ago. Hello, Dina. Halodi Nada tried to take down Roethlisberger when he was doing, you know, yeah. he's uh, pulling an escape move. And Halodi Nada clubbed him through his face mask and broke Roethlisberger's nose. Like, he smashed it. You could go, I'm sure you can YouTube it and find it. It was brutal. No penalty called. He ended up getting like a 10 grand fine later that week, but no penalty called. And Roethlisberger just, I know he often has voiced the injuries that he has, but after he did that, and Haloti basically caved in his nose, and he just came back into the game. I think anybody that's a Ravens fan or a Steelers fan or anybody realizes that, yeah, he may talk about his injuries a lot, but it doesn't mean he isn't tough.
1: Uh, I want to talk about, so uh, there are a lot of kicker carnage yesterday. The Carlson dude gets released yeah, by brutal. the Vikings after missing three field goals. Uh, yeah, Zane Gonzalez uh, released. Um, but so LeBron James. LeBron James goes on Twitter and says, are you kidding me, man? and tweets out Zane Gonzalez missing, and then says, he better not say my bad. No, he better not. He might get his ass whooped, says LeBron James about Zane Gonzalez. You know, you figure someone like LeBron James, who's failed before, or had a teammate like J.R. Smith that says dumb things, wouldn't rip a, a player for, for a professional for making his mistakes. But I guess, you know... Yep. LeBron, you know, LeBron takes his little $48,000 leather Gucci purse and press conferences when he doesn't like the questions, but he has no problem sitting at home, Mike, and taking a pot shot on Twitter at another player. I think it's pretty bush league of LeBron James to do this, in my opinion. That's a you can word. say, oh, it shows that he's a fan yep. of the Browns, but really? So now it opens up the door when someone on the Lakers, or including LeBron, someone on the Lakers misses a free throw, or like George Hill missed a free throw. And say, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, you're going to get your ass whooped. Come on, the, you know tag LeBron James should be. Todd the-
4: Gurley can be open season on LeBron because they're in the same city.
1: Yeah, like this should be yep. exactly. And another thing is, you left Cleveland. Stop messing with their business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop will, messing will with Brown's business. You saw- you're not even there
3: anymore. S- you saw what Will Lutz did? What a classy move by the kicker going up to him because he knows how bad he feels. That that, 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 that guy showed me a lot of class in that game, Mike.
4: Yeah. I, look, More class I think than LeBron
3: they, James, evidently.
4: Yeah, yeah I, I yeah, think those exactly. guys have a, have a kinship because they know it can just be a bad day and you lose your job. And I think Lutz probably knew by the end of that game that Zane Gonzalez is going to be unemployed. It's a rough it's a rough thing for those guys to have to go through one bad game, two bad games, and you're done. And, you know, Carlson, I don't know what he did in the first game, but missing that kick and missing a couple of kicks in yesterday's game, and he finds himself unemployed. Dan Bailey already signing there. So, uh, you know, the other news. Carlson didn't about miss Josh. in
3: college either, Mike. When he was at Auburn, yeah. he was Mr. Automatic. Gabe, you know, like the Carlson family, these guys have been kicking for generations at Auburn. Like, he never missed a kick, and then two in overtime. Tough, tough life for a kicker.
4: Yeah, I mean, got Roberto Aguayo left, was unstoppable at Florida State, and he's on his way out. Uh, obviously, the Josh Gordon news, yeah. big. He's probably going to the Patriots. The guy has played 11 games since 2014, but we can't stop talking about him.
1: Uh, Seahawks, Bears, what's your pick? Uh,
4: I'll take the Bears tonight. I like the pass rush to disrupt them a little bit too much. I don't think Seahawks have the weapons to compete, but I'll take the Bears.
1: Mike blew it. Catch me and Mike... Uh... Every Sunday morning, 10 o'clock with Corey Parson, a fantasy Exact as well. Always a pleasure, Mike.
2: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good luck. Take Mike blew it.
3: Welcome back to Red Heat and Rage Radio. Gabe's got you at 6 o'clock for Lineup Block Live. Guys, if you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick and tired of dealing with professionals using their algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the pop-prop filter tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches, hate that and avoid experts winning 90% of the money, invest in the players that you want without the salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive 50% off deposit bonuses with a rollover requirement. No more dealing with late lineup scratches, no experts to compete against, just you and that prop builder you choose. Go to mybookie.ag Enter the promo code FNTSY upon signing up and choose your matchups using the props builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. We got a Monday Nighter tonight. Well done. My Seattle Seahawks. Well done, Game. Hey, thanks, Gabe. Yeah, you, usually you read well the promos. Done. I thought I'd give it a shot. Me and the King am uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: on the Seahawks uh, I'm on the Seahawks as well. So, um, yeah, we're, we're kicking it. Uh, we're going to be in Metalwork Studios. I'm seeing, uh, so we've got our guy, Wayne Cochran, going to be producing us.
3: Wayne! Oh, nice name, yeah, Wayne, Wayne Cochran. Nice. Yeah, Wayne
1: Cochran. So I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at who, uh, who he's produced here before.
3: He has produced uh, the band Metric. Oh, yeah, they're pretty I've big. I've heard of them. Aren't they pretty big, Metric? They're a big yeah. uh, indie, indie rock band with the hot chick lead singer. You know. Okay. The Bare Naked Ladies. They've done well for themselves, doing
1: Canada Dry commercials Divine, now. Divine Brown and Nelly Furtado. Ooh, protest the hero. Die mannequin. Uh, Timberland. And the Midway State, among many others. <laughs> like, yeah, like we're
3: we're going in with pretty mainstream people here, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, a lot of those lists are like a lot of indie, indie rock bands, like more, uh, you know, that uh, I, I've heard of. I heard of a lot of them. And what can you say? The oh, yeah, Di- Di- Mannequin. Millions of dollars over the Diamanikin. Yeah, you know Diamanikin. Yeah, they've been, they've been around for a while. i heard a lot of those bands. No, this guy, he, he obviously, Gabe, if he's working there, he knows what he's doing because uh, that's a state-of-the-art facility. They're not going to set you up with some guy who doesn't know what he's doing.
1: Yeah, no, no, exactly. He's the, uh, he's into like metal and stuff. Well, here it is, Dime Man- Diamond Mannequin Singer on her battle with drugs. I hope that uh, Metalworks is a drug-free environment.
3: I think it will be. I think Wayne
1: will come in clean. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, Gabe, on our
3: Sunday show, I got so need, need these yeah, on it's, with, it's sex, you know? it's
1: sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's not sex, coffee, and rock
3: yeah. and roll. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> on our on our sun, Sunday segment, I got a bet going. I, I want to get your take on this. So, me and uh, Bavona were talking. Who's going to have a better record at the end of the year? Who's going to win more games, Bills or Bills or Cardinals? I went Bills. What's your take? We got to bet Cardinals. On. Cardinals. You think the Cardinals will win more games? He, he thinks so too. I'm just not. I'm I can't believe the sure, Cardinals like, have been blasted. I don't know how. they I don't know. Like they're bad. Weird. They're as bad. They're they shouldn't as, like, be that. Honestly, bad. they shouldn't be that bad though. They shouldn't. Be. No, they shouldn't they shouldn't be game have you seen it's not just it's not just that like david johnson he's getting the touches he's not getting anything rolling no big explosive carries but take a look at sam bradford's numbers too the guy threw for 56 yards in a in a a game and with a pick like it's almost negative fantasy points like I don't know. It's early. I know the Bills roll out Josh Allen, but uh, San- Rosen's just sitting on the sidelines there. You know, if this guy continues this stuff, it's a short season, man. You might want to give him a shot. I, I know Bradford's a veteran, but they need a spark. That Arizona team looks awful.
1: Uh, we're running low on. Uh, we're running low on uh, battery power. I have the charge. Battery power. It
3: yeah. So I brought the, the charger chargers.
1: We're down eight percent. Cardinals I deal are
3: going to win this. more. Going to win more games. The Bills. Than the Bills. I, I don't know. I, don't I, think, know, the man. I think the schedule. is That Bills schedule. Yeah,
1: that Bills schedule,
3: Bill schedule is brutal. Is, it is brutal, but I don't know. I'm not like even take a look at the Cardinals in that division, man. Like Seattle's still better than they are. San Francisco's improved. Tough game. Detroit almost came back and won that game. That was pretty sketchy at the end of there. And uh, the Rams. They're not going to get any wins against the Rams. It's the same situation. You look at the Bills. Sure. You're playing the Jets. The Bills could beat the Jets in a game. You know what I mean? Who's to say they can't, even with Al in there? Miami's off to a great start, but they're not uh, unbeatable. So when I really break it down, I think uh, I, I, I'm going to take my shot with the Bills. Maybe you will give me a nice line, maybe half a game or a game or something like that. I'll try to screw him the way I tried with you in San Francisco versus Arizona game. Make my own line.
1: <laughs> At least the Bills showed a little heart a little they life did. like they didn't quit you know they could have quit well Vontae davis quit <laughs> yeah he
3: quit he he, he gone
1: yeah he yeah. <laughs> he gone you can't say you can't, you can't say they all showed heart all right, i'm trying to walk around here at the same time as i talk to you and find this stupid charger i swear to god like this macbook pro cannot stay on for like more than like 50 minutes now at this point in time like i can i start the show here we are we're we're, yep. we're halfway through the show I started at like 79%. I'm at 7% right now.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I got this. I'm, I just leave mine now, Gabe, since I got this machine. I just leave it plugged in and green at 100. I don't care if it's 100. I still leave it in the thing. But you said it, man. Like, when you used to have problems with that equipment, like, just the way it's made with the side thing, like, one little penetration, boom, the thing's gone. Like, they make this product, so you have to buy another charger. Like, you have to baby this thing. It's like, it, the, the wire is so razor thin, and the thing's so, it's like a block. It's ridiculous, right? So, anyway, I don't take any chances. I just uh, keep that bad boy plugged.
1: All right. Take take over for a minute here. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, we're down to 6%, so, yeah, I got to find this. It's, it's around here somewhere. Okay. Like I said, yeah, I start we'll to show, I set it in, it's, it's one thing after another here, man, it never ends, alright.
3: Yeah, well, anyway, we'll, we'll go through the props in this uh, Seattle and Chicago game too, but uh, earlier on in the week, when I was looking at this game, I basically love Chicago at minus three, now we see the steam movement to four and a half there, that's getting a little bit different, but I'll tell you, in a teaser, I know Gabe was talking about Seattle, and we need them for the super contest as well, but... Our version of the Super Contest. We're in a fantasy football league, and team after team after team is in it. So the team that wins the first week, the team that gets the most points, gets to make the pick for the contest. And man, this week it was absolutely brutal. It was some. I think we got one win going right now, going through this stuff in the Super Contest. So even after a three and two week last week, we're in big big trouble. We have one win, one win going into tonight's game, and we need Seattle. So and. I don't even know about that. I gotta be honest with you, as a Seattle fan, I don't know what they're gonna do against the Bears. That defense with Mac in the front four, they're absolutely gonna be all over Russell Wilson. He's gonna be running around with his head like a chicken with his head cut off. We talk about the weapons. What do you got? You know, you know, Doug Baldwin's out. You got Lockett, sure. Carson's gonna have to have a big game for these guys. Uh, uh, Lockett's it's, it's gonna have up. to step up tonight. Yes, he is, Gabe, but I'm gonna tell you something. Like the line at three, I hate to say this. So Seattle starts the season in Denver. That's tough. Now you go on the road in Chicago. Chicago was beating Green Bay till, the very, till Aaron Rodgers pulled his uh, Houdini act, right? I'm just telling you, as a Seattle fan, this is a, different, this is a different type of team, and I think this is a big game for the Bears. If the Bears can beat an established team that used to be one of the NFL's best with their young core, I think, I think, I, I think they're going to win the game. I'm not sure if they're going to, now four and a half seems like a big line, but I hate to say it, I think the Bears get it done tonight. I think Tariq Cohen's going to be an X factor in this game because we all know what Howard's going to do, but he's the speed guy that can really burn them. And watching the Seattle-Denver game over, Seattle's defense had a lot of lapses in judgment there, and I think Mitchell Trubisky could actually pick these guys apart. Allen Robinson had a pretty good game the first game. He looks like he's uh, having a little bit of a resurgence, and I just don't know how Seattle's offensive line is going to, going to deal with that bear game you know how good that bears front seven is they have killers out there like they're hurting Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Russell Wilson it's how many Russell games be running out? I know that's what he does but it, how many it games has Mitch Trubisky
1: won how many games has Mitch Trubisky won in his life did they win last couple, week not, Every, no they lost Yeah, exactly a couple everyone's like oh the bears like the bears are some great team suddenly the bears had a, uh, good no, half they're not of football. a great team they had a good half yeah, of football they had a bad half of football did. too I I
3: just don't trust the Bears laying the the, the points. Yeah, at four four and a half, it becomes a little a little bit different. But Denver, on the other hand, now watching them play, that's this is a team in Denver. What they did a lot of good things against Seattle and Oakland, who I think is a bad team, outplayed Denver for fifty nine minutes of that football game. Right, Gabe? Like Denver did nothing. Like when Roberts had that touchdown, it was nineteen to seven. So I, I know Denver came back and won, but I'm not that impressed with the Broncos, and they beat Seattle. It's just one of those things that the Bears have a lot of young weapons on their team. I think it's a statement game for them. It's, it's, it's going to be tough for Seattle. But if the line continues to go up, I, I think Chicago probably wins the game by three or four points, exactly where the, where the line is. I don't see Seattle going on the, on the road in Chicago and winning. And as a Seattle fan, even when the Bears were crap, they've always had problems playing in the Midwest. It's just one of those things. We'll see what happens tonight, though.
1: I'm very, very disappointed in you. I didn't, I didn't realize really? that. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize you were a bandwagon Seahawks fan. Like, in, no, I'm a, a Seahawks fan years, years forever. You, you,
3: you want, to, you want to be a be i I'm fan a realist. Anymore. No, I'm a fan. I'm just, I'm a realist, Marenti. Like, I was with Seattle when they, when they're a crap team, and I just don't look at things like the way, like other fans Ooh, I'm a fan of the team. I look at how, Seattle. How about and this? Go, they're okay. They're not that good. You know What anymore. I look at That's the problem.
1: You know what I look at? I look what? at uh, numbers like in facts, that since 2015 the Bears are one in seven against the spread as a
3: favorite. Uh huh. That was a different different Bears to... team though. There's a lot of di- there's a lot of different there's them? a lot of different positions. Yeah, I do. Who's a the quarterback? They were one in right? two last Who year. They, they were one in two
1: last year. One in two last year, which Trubisky is a favorite against the spread. Mm-hmm. No, they're a better team. So they you have think- a little Mac right now. Yeah, They're, they, they, they they have the like, They're rested. They Seattle's played Sunday defense. night. It's Monday. Mm-hmm.
0: It's uh, don't you know, know. I know th- I know.
1: Uh, Seattle is six and one straight up and five and two against the spread on Monday Night Football. Yet you're right. I mean it's different. There's
3: a different era now. It, a lot of these numbers don't mean anything. That's the thing. Like those trends, like it's like sure. And then I'm lo- I'm looking at the old bear quarterbacks. What? So that's when Smoke and Jay Cutler. He he was there for a while. Um, mccown was there for a while um you know what i mean they've never had cowboy kyle orton way back and they who's the guy like that's the thing like at least with mitchell trubisky now you got one year under your belt and you know what i mean you got some more weapons there it's a different bears team but you're 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 right though you can't sleep on seattle they still have some really good players I, i like carson as a running back Gabe. i think he's a hard worker he has he has the the breakout potential he has some big big power for big runs um the wide receiver position is really tough without Baldwin, but I believe in Lockett. You knew him at K State too. He could take back punt returns for a touchdown. He's he's elusive. It's just the Bears' front seven versus Seattle's offensive line is a complete mismatch, and that's where games are won and lost on the line. I guess if they can find a way to protect Russell Wilson, they can win outright. But I'm not sure they can. That offensive line is going to be beat down tonight. The Bears are going to bring a lot of pressure. I was going to call you after the show
1: actually about this football game. So maybe uh, maybe oh, you, you want and me to I put some money on it. In, Maybe we'll just handle this game. <laughs>
3: so, yeah, I can. I can get into it, an account for it. You. it He's going to tell me what to do, it,
1: right? It, <laughs> it would be the, the irony, though, of you like taking a Seahawks, taking a Bears against being a Seahawks. So, like it would just be. I goal. can't
3: do that. No, I can't. I can't bet. That's one thing, though. I'm not going to bet against. I'm not betting against Seattle in this spot. I actually want to tease Seattle. That's what I'm really looking to do because I think getting that extra touchdown, then you get the Seahawks to plus eleven and a half. Last night I was on the under in the football game, which was a good pick. It looked like it was going to go over early when Dallas jumped out to that ten to nothing lead. But tonight I got to believe that the Bears can score on Seattle, and I think conversely uh, Seattle will score on Chicago despite Chicago having an improved defense. I think we can get to it's a very low total game on the teaser. Was it thirty five and a half? That's low. That's really low. Yeah, you f- you figure there
1: should be some points uh, in this game now. You know, John Fox was a very conservative coach, so they do have a new offense. Yet, Trubisky only averaged, what, 4.9 yards per pass uh, last week. You know, you've got uh, Matt Nagy there. You've got uh, Helfrich coming from Oregon. So it should be – we'll see if they're aggressive. We talk about it, man. Coaches that, you know, coaches in the NFL that play conservative now. I'm not talking about going for it on fourth and six every time you have the football, but – coaches that play too conservative they end up losing you know you have to the talent in the nfl i've always said this and i i stand by it that in in the nfl cam pretty much every team has the same amount of talent it's not like one team is like oh you know there's a few teams the rams are pretty loaded right now because they're opening a new stadium and stuff so they sign free agents but every team has good draft picks every team has talent every team has all this and that it comes down to coaching. Like, I think football, the coaching is just so incredibly important. You know, basketball, the coach, how much impact does a coach have in basketball? You either have not LeBron much. James or you have Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Like, you have a bunch of players or you don't in the NBA. I'd That's say in the hockey, NBA
3: hockey, the coach, hockey-like basketball. Does I, the least. Like, I, think, I think me and, me and yeah. you could coach a team drunk and get them to perform. Like, we know the basic plays. Yeah, not to take to away from a hockey like, coach. On. But, yeah, basketball
1: but, coaches are more important, even. Yeah. Because basketball coaches, you, you design plays, you're, you know, tempo, um, when to call timeouts, rotations, when a guy got to get out of a game. Not easy being a basketball coach. And I know there's responsibilities as a hockey coach, but as you stated, hockey is basically the puck's bouncing around. It's a reactionary sport. You can only do so much as the coach. Football, football you can put your players in a position to succeed. Like, the Philadelphia Eagle players were good last year, but they don't win the Super Bowl unless Frank Reich and Doug Peterson are as aggressive as they are. If they don't do that, like, I go back to the play against the Minnesota Vikings in the, in, in, in the NFC Conference Championship game. It was 14-7. There was about 25 seconds left in the half, and the Eagles got the ball. The Vikings punted. The Eagles got the ball on, like, their own 22-yard line. 90% of the coaches in the NFL, Cam, are taking a knee and going into the room, right? We're up yep. 14-7, NFC Conference Championship game. We're getting the ball to start the second half. Hey, let's just take a knee and take it to the room. We're on our own 22-yard line. Great first half, guys. What did he do? He threw a ball in the Torrey Smith for a touchdown. Sure did. Because yep. the minute And the, Mick Zimmer's a sharp guy, Cam. The Vikings are a sharp defense. They, in a million years, never thought these guys aren't going to drop back and throw and get aggressive. So everyone yep. on Minnesota sort of eased up around the line of scrimmage, thinking they're just going to take a knee or run it up into the gut here. What do they do? They threw a damn bomb. The game went from 14-7 to 21-7. Massive difference going into the half. Big difference oh, yeah, between for sure. 14 and 21. Um, and then they got the ball to start the half. They scored again, 28-7. Game was over. So, with 20 seconds left, it was 14-7. Basically, with 10 minutes left in the third quarter, next thing you knew was 28-7. Because Philadelphia didn't play like a normal, oh, like by the book, they got aggressive. And then when they were at 21-7, they started running reverses. In the Super Bowl, they had uh, their tight end throw a pass. Um, yep. You know, no one saw that coming on in a pressure situation. Not like a weird, t- you know, oh, it's a free play time of the game. No, man, the game was on the line, and they they ran a weird sweep play with their tight end throwing it into the end zone. Coaches don't do that. They won a Super Bowl because of that. So I'm not saying that you do that on every play, but, you know, Bill O'Brien and these coaches, McDermott and the Bills. You know, Vrabel ran the, the fake play yesterday, they yep. won the game. And it, it won them the game. You know, exactly. simple as that. Exactly. Take yeah. chance. Right away it put it put the Texans behind the eight ball right away. Damn right. I agree 100 percent You know, they were playing from behind because Tennessee came out to win the game. They sure did. It's like the UFC. Guys come out to win the fight, or they don't. <laughs> game time decision. Red Heat Rage Radio continues. game time decisions red heat and rage radio fantasy sports radio network i am gabriel Morenzi alongside the raging redhead camp steward drew
3: dinkmeyer will join us in about 20 minutes time today's shows uh, shows flying by flowing A billionaire Show- Mr. Mr. Money, Drew Dinkmeyer. This guy knows stuff. Yeah, he's flowing wouldn't with money. Wallet. Yeah, exactly. He's got he's got a nice portfolio. I wouldn't mind that cake his wife made him. That was some good stuff. Yeah, that's a that's another thing. Like, not only are you a millionaire, like, did you see like the strawberry glaze on top of that cake? It was. It was very professional. Like, you know me, Marenzi. I'm a, I'm a supermarket monster. Like, I go and buy cakes, and I like to look, and I watch other than sports, murder mysteries, and food shows, and uh, I know my way around the kitchen. And I'll tell you, man, Dinkmeyer's wife, is uh, she's a pastry goddess. She makes some really nice cake.
1: Uh, quick uh, baseball check because they're still playing that sport, I believe, right? Yep, um, they sure are. Let's check in on the, uh, the hot and the cold uh, right now. We haven't done a market watch in forever, actually, as well um baltimore baltimore orioles i was about to call the baltimore ravens baltimore orioles three and 12 in their past 15 games three and 12 houston astros heating up camp 12 and 2 in their last 14 san francisco giants 2 and 14 their last 14 games they're a train wreck it's, it's, yeah, it's like they really fell apart. It's, you know, over the last they fourteen sure did, games, man. the Giants have won just twice. And get this, the under is also twelve and two. I've been so busy betting on football, traveling the world, I didn't realize the last fourteen games. Yeah. If you just took whoever's playing against San Francisco in the under, you would have won twelve out of
3: fourteen times. So you'd be yeah, 24, yeah, not, 24,
1: of- 24 and four.
3: Actually, the Giants, the crazy thing is Gabe because I'm still watching some baseball. They're getting great pitching even from slugs like Holland and whatever. like that's the thing. They're losing games two to one, three to one, two to nothing. Like they, they can't hit. They cannot hit the ball. Like I look up and down that roster, their offense, it sucks. It's one of the worst offenses in Major League Baseball. They're, they're not doing their pitchers any favor. It's very frustrating uh, for the Giants right now. Big
1: uh, big series uh, Cam with the Rockies and the Dodgers. Uh, John Gray. Goes for the Colorado Rockies against uh, Ryu uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers have a 3.08 uh, batting average against uh, John Gray uh, this season. So it's a big, big game, uh, this uh, big, big series. Big, big uh, series here. So, so other uh, other uh, runs right now Pittsburgh Pirates are 8 and 3. They're on a nice run. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies have been fading, Cam, uh, 2 and 6. They're just 2-6 and six in their last eight games. As far as uh, over-under plays, a lot of under teams on under runs right now. Uh, Pittsburgh are 12-4-1 to the under in their last 17 games. San Francisco, 17-2-1 to the under in their last 20. The Mets are 4-0-1 and, uh, and over their last five. Colorado's 5-1 and one to the under, and the Dodgers are 11-6-1 to the under in their
3: last 18. I'll tell you something, just going through the baseball board, Uh, Tonight, uh, I think uh, the Mets offer some value. Uh, What can you say about Zach Wheeler? The guy's a stud. He's got 11 wins with that team, an ERA just over three, going up against Jake Arrieta, and we're getting 25, 30 cents. Sign me up with the New York Mets. So I'm going to make a baseball bet tonight. Also, the Toronto Blue Jays, sure, you're going into Baltimore. I know Baltimore's cold, but the Jays, they, that's where they go to die at Camden Yards. Baltimore has a home dog, a plus 125. They got some kid Phillips going against Barucki. I might take a shot there because uh, they, own, they own Toronto at home. They get smoked when they go to Toronto, so that game looks interesting. I kind of want to take your Dodgers, Gabe, but I don't like to lay 70 cents against uh, Gray in that position tonight. Uh, Ryu's pretty good, too. That's a tough game. And uh, another great game, Arizona and the Cubs, Hendricks versus uh, Corbin. I have a lean to the Cubs, plus 120. Small dog pound tonight with the Cubs, the Mets, and the Orioles. So what are you going to do with
1: this football game? You said you're going to tease – you're teasing Seattle or you're teasing Chicago?
3: I'm teasing Seattle. I think the Bears win the game, but I don't think they win by more so a than uh, a Seattle at 11.5. Yeah, tease Seattle to the over.
1: 11 over and 35 and and a half. Uh,
3: so I get 11.5, uh, plus 11.5, Seattle, over 35 and a half in the game. I think we can get easily 36 points, looks good. Um I think the teaser is more of a safe number. I, I think the Bears are gonna win, but I don't think they can win by more than eleven points in that game. So that's probably I, I think the teaser's a good play tonight. actually kinda like the over in the football game too. Uh forty two and a half, if you don't want to dick around with a teaser, Chicago will be able to score on Seattle's defense. Denver did last week and hey Chicago they, they make some defensive plays. They might uh you know get to Russell Wilson. Forty two and a half points doesn't seem like uh Many, Gabe. I think we can get like a 24-21 like a type of football game, 27-21, something along those lines. I think we get over 42-and-a-half.
1: Yeah, but you know what? To be honest, I thought the same thing last night with the Giant game. Good call no, by not, you on the under, under. last I,
3: night. Yeah, I thought, I man, come on. Night. they
1: can. I teased it to the over. I thought they could get to 35. They nearly did, actually, at the end. If the yeah, Giants yeah, would have scored a touchdown points. instead of that field goal, yeah, yeah, would have. Uh, they would have gotten there. Now, uh, Shy Picks is saying that uh, the Cubs have been on a big uh, under run uh, as of late. Cubs, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Man, he had a Cubs. Seven in a row, row, the Cubs. Seven unders in a row for the Cubs. Two, one, one, nothing, three, two, four, three, five, one, three, nothing, three, two. Yeah, the Cubs can't hit the baseball. That's their problem.
3: It is. They're getting great pitching, too. And uh, Hendricks, you know when he's on, he's very, very good. Uh, yeah, it's hard to back these guys. I guess that's why they're uh, you're getting 25, 30 cents tonight as a pooch in Arizona against Corbin. Very big game, though. Uh, that's uh, baseball winding down. Gabe, soon we're going to have, uh, it's going to be October. We're going to have uh, all the sports going playoffs. at once when it's a, a free-for-all. Yeah, that Df- DFS hour that we're doing, man, down the line, it's going to be crazy. We've got baseball playoffs. Hockey's going to start. Basketball's up in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. And I'll get some golf picks for you. Uh, it's the Tour Championship, Gabe. It, it ends this week. Uh, they get basically the top 30 30 guys are going, Uh, can't really do a six pack, more I'm going to do like a podium a gold, silver, bronze and a dog, I'm only going to do four guys because with 30 guys in the tournament, you can't be betting 10 guys that's just stupid, and then the Ryder Cups after that, so uh, yeah, we'll have some golf picks later on in the week too, hopefully uh, we end it in style
1: we hope you do then and then the week after that is um, Ryder Cup uh, the week, yeah the Ryder Cup right, 10 a
3: month yeah, it's in France. It's going to be uh, the Ryder Cup's going to be really interesting too. We'll see we'll see how DJ's uh uh his re- his relationship uh, if it affects him on the golf course. We'll we'll see that the uh, the problems with Paulina and the Gretzky family. Will it uh, affect him in France?
1: Yeah, well we talked about that last week and um briefly pretty uh pretty douchebag move by Dustin after everything the Gretzky's sure done is. for him.
3: I agree. Uh Wayner's been there from uh you know, day one, he's basically next to the Canadian Open. He's the guy, like, if a Canadian's not going to win, they call it, like, the Dustin Johnson Open. Uh, basically, calling all the friends in the Toronto area home, you know, by Gretzky's restaurant where I am right now, DJ Wayner, all these guys. Yeah, lots of appearances and stuff. You said it, Gabe. The Gretzky's have done a lot for him, and they've looked, uh, they've turned their back before. When he was doing drugs and stuff and uh you know you want to cheat with some chick at the at the country club uh, be my guest but hey some guys just can't keep it in their pants you know what i'm saying
1: so uh for the point spreads four and a half total 42 and a half seattle seahawks money line plus 175 chicago bears minus 210 on the money line you excited for thursday night football cam new york jets cleveland browns not offered the cleveland excited. browns are favorites they're favorites minus three
3: you're excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Actually, we made uh, we last night when I was doing the show with the guys uh, for the the fantasy uh, after after you and blew it in the gang. We take over at four, and the guys asked me because uh, they're more fantasy, and I'm talking about betting. They go make the line. I said I would have made the line Cleveland two and a half or three. So we've been doing this a long time. Uh, I, I think this is this is the Browns this is the Browns game um, coming back against Pittsburgh. Horrible luck against New Orleans. This is a big spot for them at home. Sure, the Jets were good against Detroit in that game. Miami kind of shut them up. I think this is a big opportunity for Cleveland. Uh, I, th- I think they should win the game and uh, get their first win, get the monkey off their back after uh, the bad kicking performance yesterday. Wouldn't you, would you have a lean to Cleveland in that game? I do.
1: My gut instinct
3: is leaning to the
1: Jets. Really? Huh. Yeah, and I've been pretty good with the Jets. Look, I had the Jets against the Lions, and then I had a big play yesterday on the Dolphins, yep. actually. Me too. So far, yeah, we've both 2-0 I... betting for and against the Jets. Yeah, but this game's tough, man. Ah,
0: ugh, it is tough. Yeah, I
1: don't know. Um, so, yeah, the Cleveland Browns are three-point favorites. The total is 39 Thursday night football. And then the following Thursday night, it gets good, actually. That's when I'll be back at the FanDuel Sportsbook or – now uh, Monmouth, actually, I gotta get out to Monmouth uh, sports book sometime. FanDuel is a fun time out there because it's closer to me in the Meadowlands. But Monmouth yep. is a little bit further. Mike Cardano lives out there by Monmouth, but uh, Monmouth is like really nice. Like, um, like the the racetrack is nice. It's just more more oh, yeah, upscale. Nice. You know, it's it's nice. Yeah, Monmouth is uh, actually
3: you know. They consider it A track. a the lot of things,
1: kid. Harness racing. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of things, but it's not upscale.
3: <laughs> no, but you showed me pictures from that's it. That's why we that fit I Hey, Brian, I, I, that's the thing. I'm an El Cortez guy, Gabe. That guy gave you a Philly steak sandwich with fries. I was looking around the bar. You know, it looked like you had a good time there. I, I, that seems like that's right right in my wheelhouse. It looked, like, it looked like a lot of fun to hang out, bet the games. It was the night uh, that Boston College was playing Wake Forest. You had a good night there that night. The bets went well look like a winner to me. I, I think that place rocks, but I'd love to go to anyone. I'll go to Monmouth, too, man. Take me anywhere. I'm, I'm ready to rock. Ryan
1: Fitzpatrick really does look like Conor McGregor in his little That's gadget, what I but... said.
3: It was the Conor McGregor thing. Like, when he came out there, everyone was like, oh, just the joke. Like, he looks, he's a dead ringer for, for uh, McGregor. It's unbelievable. Like, just the way, just the, the, his jawline and everything. Like, it's, it, it's shocking, actually, how much he reminds me of Conor <laughs> McGregor. But, you know, what can you say? Uh, hey, they're both Irish, too. Fitzpatrick, McGregor. Guys kicking ass. What do you think, Gabe? What do you do when when Jameis Winston comes back? There's, this is not even debatable. He's he's the backup. You can't even think about putting him in as a starter. That's that's that would be insane. Well, it's
1: only been two games, but you know, one. There's one more game against the Pittsburgh. If they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers,
3: I mean, yeah, no you can't way. take yeah, Ryan he's, he's the quarterback in. for the year. I, I, I tell you, so, I'm gonna, This is where this is where we talk about the NFL. Uh, you know, it's a week to week league. I'm not taking Tampa next week. I'm taking Pittsburgh. I don't care. Like you know what I mean. Like uh, they, they can't they can't afford to lose that game. So we'll see. But yeah, you know, what's the line? Uh, is it Pittsburgh one. like Pittsburgh, five, Pittsburgh, five, Pittsburgh minus one? Minus one? Wow. Uh, yeah, I think I'll take a shot. I'll take Pittsburgh in, in that spot. But their defense is really uh, it's scary right now what teams are doing to their defense. They're absolutely getting shredded over the middle. Uh, but, you know, you know that's, it's a great start by Tampa Bay, but are they that good? Can they maintain this? Now, Week-to-week league, I think I'll, I'll take a shot at Pittsburgh. That doesn't seem minus one. That seems really good.
1: Uh, this week's uh, line check, uh, we got the New York Jets getting three points at Cleveland on Thursday night football. Totals 39. Uh, Buffalo Bills are in Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings, highest point spread of the year so far. Minus 17. Vikings minus 17. Total 41. Cincinnati Bengals, the 2-0. Oh, who day, who day. Uh Bengals three, um, getting plus three points in Carolina. So, you know what? The winner of this game is going to be off to a pretty nice start. Bengals, if they win, will be 3-0. Oh. Carolina, if they win, they'll be 2-1. and one. So, winner of the game will be in a nice situation. Uh, Denver Broncos, five-point underdogs at Baltimore. Totals 43 there. The Bengals, Panthers totals 43 and A half. Uh, Bills-Vikings totals 41. Green Bay Packers are three-point favorites at uh, Washington, uh, over under 45-and-a-half. Carson Wentz returns. Carson Wentz will be starting for the Philadelphia Eagles. There are six-and-a-half-point favorites against the visiting Indianapolis Colts. I was all over the Colts yesterday. Uh, totals 47-and-a-half. Yeah. New Orleans Saints, big game for the Saints going into Atlanta And uh, Saints haven't looked very good so far this year, Cam. Struggle with the Browns, lost to the Buccaneers. Uh, Falcons are three-point favorites, totals 53 in that game. Speaking of not looking very good, someone's going to win a game between the New York Giants and the Houston Texans. Houston Texans are minus five and a half.
3: Five and a a half. I I think I'm going to take the points with the Giants. I haven't been sold on Houston all year. Uh, They'll break your heart as a favorite, Gabe. I think this actually might be a good spot for the Giants. Getting six, I'm on the G-men there. I think that's a real tight game, and I can't see Houston blowing out anybody. It's, gonna, it's one of those things. Houston, we were very high on them. They got, they got a lot of problems, and guys were right. Their offensive line, it's not good. Uh, Deshaun uh, Watson, it's not the same. There are a lot of problems with that team, and I, I think the Giants are in a good spot. I think Barkley can run all over them. Give me the six points. I think I might lock that one in early.
1: Interesting. I have no confidence in the New York football Giants right now. Um, Titans and Jags off the board. Oh, San Francisco and Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs minus six. Total 55 and a half in that game. Uh, Battle of L.A. Chargers get seven against the Rams. Over under 47 and a half. Man, how do you not like the over of that game?
3: I do. Yeah, four, yeah four, 47 and a half. Uh, It's a lot of points. The Rams are playing great football. Uh, I, I don't know about the side, but I agree with you. I think we have fireworks there. We should e- be easily hit 48.
1: And you got Matt Patricia, and New England. New England's on the road on Sunday night football. It's the loser bowl between the Lions and the Patriots. Um, six yeah. and a half.
3: Patriots are six Detroit and a half point so road bad. favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take Detroit so bad, but that's... Just- New England under a touchdown coming off a loss to Jacksonville. Oh god.
1: The Monday Night That's... Football, Pitt- Pittsburgh Steelers one point favorites in Tampa Monday Night Football. It's going to be a circus in Tampa next week. The 2 and eight,
3: 2 and 0 oh Buccaneers. 2 and 1 Buccaneers after that game. You got you got to take Pittsburgh, Gabe. Don't you think? You got to take the Steelers, don't you? Hard to believe that Pittsburgh will be 0-2 oh, and 1. Yeah.
1: I like the over in the game. That's that's where I'll go.
3: Very tough games. Indianapolis at Philly. Uh, I don't know what to do. I think Minnesota actually with the uh, Allen. What do what do you think? They might beat Buffalo by like twenty four in that game. I don't like the late seventeen. Oakland and Miami. Miami man. Miami can go three and zero. They're three point favorites against Oakland. Watching I like for that the one, fish, buddy. That's uh, yeah. I think I like, I like that Miami, one You too. know what? You,
1: you look at the Raiders. Nice performance. They ended up losing, but still they battled hard. But they play Monday Night Football, they go to Denver in a division rivalry game, lose a tough heartbreaker, close one, in the altitude, now have to go back to, to California, and then cross coast to play an early 1 o'clock game against the Miami Dolphins, a nice smooth trip back from New York, good spot for the Dolphins here, only laying three, right, we've got a minute Cam, and you're leaving us, um, so what do you got for us for
3: tonight? I told you about the baseball game. Just just, just half unit plays. The New York Mets at plus 120. Going to take a shot with Baltimore, plus 125. I like that. Uh, A couple of dogs. Also the Cubs. All three dogs, plus 125. Half unit plays. Teaser, Seattle plus 11.5 over 35.5, Gabe. That's all we're really going to do tonight. I think the Bears win the game, but Seattle wins on the teaser, my friend. Good luck to you, and uh, enjoy the KISS pinball machine, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. A.C.D.C. Oh, yeah, A.C.D.C., sorry.
1: <laughs> I said he should get a kiss and, like, the who, yeah, like all right. the old rock ones.
3: Exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> Always good, Cam. We'll speak to you tomorrow. You got it, buddy. Drew, Drew Dinkmeyer joins me next. D.F.S., baby. We're one of the best in the business.